At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It is how it is. It is how it is. It is how it is. And it is November 29th, 2018. This is Atlanta United FC Weekly, a home before dark podcast. I am Tim Herb. You didn't even let me go. Ooh, ooh, I was going to get hyped for real today. Yeah. Guys, it feels so good to be back. Just chilling, bruh. All propped up, comfy, cozy like. Yeah, Kevin's got me set up real nice in here right now. Oh, it sounds good, dude. Check it out. Cool. Yeah. Hashtag free Tim. I like it, Bill. I um. Do you guys have a good Thanksgiving? I'm very thankful today. We got a lot to be thankful for. Yeah. This um, is the new studio setup. We're just gonna post up here for all of our live broadcasts from here on out. Since Dan can't be bothered to show up in studio anymore. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what um the other uh, the other occupant of this house thinks about that <laughs> we'll just turn the Who's studio the backdrop yeah yeah exactly anyway Thank you guys for hanging out with us leading up to kickoff we're gonna record for at least 30 30 minutes or so before we have to order some food and sustenance before angie gets here um and katie too i was yeah. just rummaging through your entire house like some sort of addict looking for that bottle of bourbon that i left over here i can't find it anywhere you can't find it angie hid it she hid that in the patron from me um oh the patron i forgot all about that too anyway thank you guys for hanging out with us joe johnstone who i saw leaving the game i didn't get to hang out hashtag meat and greet him uh before the game last weekend but uh he came up and grabbed me around the shoulders after the game. And I just turned around like, a, what the fuck just happened? That's a real risky move. Yeah. Even yeah. if you, uh, even if you are like 90% confident that that's somebody that, you know, to go up behind him and just Especially put your since him. every blonde haired 30 year old male, white male looks the exact same right now. Beard glasses. Yeah. Thanks. Williamsburg. Like Quant. you really, really did a number on this generation. <laughs> I don't think, yeah, you didn't even introduce yourself. This is Kevin Bradley. It's unimportant. Yeah. Everybody knows. Partner me. in crime. Part of the bearded brethren. Bearded brethren? Yeah, brethren. Hashtag bearded brethren. No, brethren. Oh, man. Marshall Voigt, shout out from Beaufort, South Carolina. Damn straight. That's awesome. No, Dean. The setting hasn't changed. We've been Dude. recording like this for two years. What are you yeah. talking about? A lot of the typical faces, man. I'm happy to see all you guys. It's been It's been too long. So Bina, um, excited, can't wait for the match. Uh, where's Andy at? I mean, I'm I'm assuming he's there uh, along with you, but brings up a good point. 
you excited or as i put on twitter the technical term sour guts like i have right now Ooh, that's even better because i think you and i both have had like a lack of sleep this week yes. so you get the like that empty burning oh, yeah. sense in your stomach that's why I in the, the morning because it's gonna go straight to my bloodstream right now that's what you do with the percocet too <laughs> it is a, immediately just a, gone and um no, you partner that kind of lack of sleep stomach with just nervous sour gut. And oh, it's yeah. just, oh, ah, it's, you got to eat a loaf of bread and uh, like a pack of cheese. You know, I never keep really, yourself safe. I never realized that these flags are like perfect quilt size. Yeah, they are. Any of you homies quilt? I want to get my founding member flag made into a quilt. You know who That'd does quilt? Cool. Shout out to Judy. Judy? Yeah. You get my founding member flag turn it to a quilt That'd you've seen dope, some of right? like, you haven't seen any t-shirt quilts that we have no yeah angie has a bunch of like her like band t-shirts uh, from like college and middle school and high school and her mom turned them into uh, uh anyway so um, thanks um who was it that said best pregame show richard gordon homie for life ride or die there is another pregame show going on if you want to check it out unrelegated i know is broadcasting live from uh hudson fc with the uh, terminus yeah. legion tailgate Shout out to those guys. They've had some great content. Also, shout out to the guys over at For the Culture, Greg and them. Yeah. Uh, go check them out. And, and Mills. Mills, Mills like, friends. all of a sudden, his new artwork comes out. Dude, that, I, Mills, I love it. that fucking artwork is dope as shit, dude. I was like, this, this is, like, Magic School Bus type. It, it reminds me of, like, those old, uh, what what's the name of the books that have the gold binding that are super skinny, but they oh, all have, like, the. Oh, shit. He has, like, uh, the line like on the it. Like, the card Oh, what is that thing back? called? books but they're all the same they're all the same publisher or whatever that's what it reminded me of is that artwork from those books growing up (laughs) yeah no i love it dude yeah all of a sudden it came out of nowhere and then also uh, i was listening to his his return and hearing that new um his new theme song too it's great yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, love all that stuff you know we got a lot of content on home before dark network you and i are slacking whenever it comes to producing content right now dan Dan, who can't be bothered to show up, but you guys showed up. Thank you, guys. I feel like we're just rambling, but this is just how it, our pregame show is just us talking about everything other than the game that's coming up. Yeah, we just got to distract ourselves. We got to yeah, distract ourselves. Exactly. Saul, so, we're doing great, man. Except for my stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good so to see sour. you. And, and Domer, sorry we kept you bored all week. And um, oh man, yeah, it seems like a common theme. We're getting like uh, <laughs> getting comments about being better than other podcasts. And I don't. We do have some reviews. By... Liz Bateman says Golden Books, I believe, is what they were. Oh, I thought she was saying. I thought that was a Garth Brooks comment. Ooh, hashtag. Do you like that T minus hundred days? Hashtag, hashtag Mr. Kakoma or Girth Brooks. Girth, my Brooks. favorite. Yeah, Girth Brooks is pretty great. Um, Kevin Gorham says this is what's this is what Wayne's World would be like in 2018, but set in Powder Springs. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good point. So let's try to circle back up. With yeah. But another, another new face, H Huss, commenting on uh, Christmas tree being out. No, no fault of my own. Angie got that up yesterday. She, and she, she you said she picked it out. Mm-hmm. She, and then not only did she pick it out, she loaded it up on top of the car. She chopped it. Well, she chopped it down. She picked it out in the woods, not just at a farm. She picked it out, chopped it down, lugged it to the car, loaded it up on top, hauled it home put the base on it, drug it inside, strung it up, lit it up, put it up all by herself. Yes. I'm exaggerating about the chopping it down part, but no, she did but all the, no, the Yeah, she had a little help loading it onto the top of the truck, but then getting it home 
we tried to go on the interstate with it because we were on the other side of town and we started because we thank god i have that moonroof on that car yeah so i popped it up just to watch just it to so i started singing it's like oh god we got to get off we, we had to take we had to take uh we had to take side roads um yeah that's, okay yeah so red bulls game you unfortunately couldn't make it to the game laid up obviously yeah i couldn't it was uh it was something else man dude i still can't believe it yeah, it's it's crazy. The there's so many moments throughout that game, both leading up to, throughout, and following, that just far surpass anything that I could have ever imagined. The the card stunt, the stadium wide tifo. I mean, from that moment on, it felt like. It just didn't stop. the The gulch was insane leading up to the game. Arguably the most I've most people I've seen in the gulch to date. Do you see much uh, RBNY support in the gulch? I saw a few, but not many. Yeah. I I don't know that I've really seen many opposing supporters in the gulch regularly. Either way. No, it's really it's. There's only been a couple instances I think with with Sporting KC whenever Jay and I think Kelly may have been with him at the time. Some, whenever they some Portland supporters. Yeah, they, they recorded on top of an RV with some guy from um, SKC, and then also the LAFC supporters were um, were kind of going through there pretty rampant. Yeah, Dean, the the away fans are definitely allowed in there. I mean, we have a friendly atmosphere. It's not like we're dickheads to them whenever no, they absolutely. come through. Orlando, um, even the Orlando <laughs> fans, we 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 just like we razz them. We don't give them like real shit. Uh, we yeah. had that one guy come through. I remember whenever we were over at the um, Elder Tree. Uh, oh yeah, tailgate. Right. yeah, this guy rolling through. Um, but yeah, atmosphere was incredible. Just leading up to the match, and it just it was relentless the entire game. Yeah, shout out to my mom. My mom just joined the live chat. Oh, she's in the it. trap. We okay. mi- we miss you, mom. I miss you. Yeah, Probably that was a hell of a Thanksgiving this. she put on, man. No shit. She and just she and Angie and my my sister just in it. Mind my sister blowing. Amy, yeah. Mind blowing. It's fantastic. My much like that game. So, what was your favorite thing from Thanksgiving? Fuck the game. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite part of Thanksgiving? What we didn't do a thankful show last year. We were out of the playoffs oh, at this did. time, and we did a whole thankful show. What are you thankful for most this year? You don't have to say me. I know I'm here. It's gonna be <laughs> weird. <laughs> What was your favorite part of Thanksgiving? What are you most thankful for? What about the trap? What are you guys most thankful for this year? <laughs> I love it. Kevin Brown, Janet Stay cooking elite dishes. That's for <laughs> damn sure. So uh, favorite part of Thanksgiving, honestly, congregating with everybody. It was it was from it was it went by too fast though. I know. That was the problem. It's like it was constant conversation and cooking and eating for like eight hours and yeah. Um, I mean, just the ability to spend it with everybody, being able to host—that was really fun for for both of us. It was the first time you've hosted a Thanksgiving. I think so. Yeah, that's I can't. pretty incredible. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I've still, I've still yet to cross that uh threshold. We need to do it. Yeah. Next <laughs> next year. Yeah. Downstairs. Yeah. No kidding. Um, I and can't then have any more people thankful for that used to date my tenants. That's a weird, it's <laughs> a weird thing. Most thankful for, for the season. Um, the addition of even more homies, man, like the, it's, it's crazy. Um, I still don't know how to describe the feeling of 
The old seeing... glassy-eyed Percocet emotional Tim right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, but for real, why, why, but for real, watching the um, watching our community kind of grow, but not just that. We love being able to put faces to names and then just being able to continue like relationships with people outside of it. We don't do this for any other reason other than community and just to um, just as like catharsis. I mean, this is this is a very cathartic thing for both of us, and it's and you guys help make it that way. It's what about you, Thanksgiving? Favorite thing about Thanksgiving? That mac and cheese was pretty fantastic. Mac and cheese was ridiculous. Um, yeah, I, I think it's just, it is one of the few holidays and moments over the years, and I told you that after I left, that I sort of took control of my holiday, at least that one holiday a year that I sort of take control of and decide what I want to do and not run around everywhere and be on a schedule and everything so it was nice to just be able to come over and relax and like you said it just sort of went by and be around people that i care about and just relax for a day yeah i have to keep a schedule and watch everything all the time and being able to eat pretty much an entire all the skin off of an entire turkey once it got uh once it got nice and crispy yeah yeah. it's like pork crack what about this though i still haven't opened this dude that's a fun ass game. Yeah, Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah, um, that and Injustice. That was a lot of fun too. Yeah, Injustice too. Yeah, it's Kevin babysat me for better part of two days. Um, I feel like this is just kinda, a catching up podcast. Yeah, kind of early because on. it's been a couple of weeks since we've recorded. Yeah, no, we could probably go till seven at this point. So, but um, um, most thankful for. I, I completely agree. The amount of stuff that we've done this season and that you guys have helped us to do. Um, yeah, it it blows my mind each and every time we have a meet and greet. You're telling you tell me that your your most thankful and biggest moment, maybe those are two separate two separate things, but having your twelve foot by twelve foot flag design flag flying oh, in the supporter yeah. section. <laughs> that is pretty that's dope. that's not Man, it's weird. All these things are so weird. But at the same time, like that's a very personal thing that is exciting and that I'm proud of and thankful for. But I'm also thankful for the dozens of people that contributed to our Soccer in the Streets campaign that we ran earlier this year. Yeah, man. Well, I say dozens. It was hundreds of people because of all the stuff that we did with um, Away Days Football. The and, FIFA um, tournament. The FIFA tournament. All the individual contributions. I mean, being able to raise that money is really, really awesome. And it was far and beyond anything that I would have expected. For sure. So, Kevin Gorham, back to it. Thankful for being able to watch Almiron and Joseph one more time. Oh, and I got a a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle for... Christmas. I'm thankful. Is that, that different than is Rip Van Winkle? Rip Van Winkle. They're all from the Pappy Van Winkle like distillery. Damn, dude. They're different. Yeah, they're they're it's a different. Hefty tiers. Christmas they're bonus. Different tiers. Well, Pappy Van Winkle's like the 25 year or whatever. Well, like Pappy, there's a like, like there's over a thousand dollars. There's right? a 15 and a 20. Well, it depends on if you're gonna secondary market. MSRP is only like 150 to 300 dollars depending on where you're getting it from. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, Kevin says, uh, Kevin Gorham, Kevin and Kevin saying, uh, damn son, bring that Pappy Van Winkle on the 8th. I am bringing, I've already got plans for the 8th. I've got my Atlanta United Old Fourth Distillery Jet. First of all, I'm 
I got to toe the line because I could go overboard real quick on the. Did I, I didn't I tell you about that yesterday. So, it. so my company, we do a lot of, uh, we do a lot of work with beverage. Yeah. Right. And like we keep, we buy and keep mementos from every single new brand that we work with. So anyway, we have this wall in the kitchen that it's a bunch of. <laughs> it's funny because you could see the liquid kind of decrease from them over time, but a <laughs> bunch of different liquors up there. And I saw an old Fourth Distillery bottle. I was like. I was asking my boss, I'm like, when did somebody bring this in? I was like, oh, I brought that in. <laughs> I was like, because I'm pretty sure it, it was from, I think Domer gave one to you uh, yeah. during a tailgate. Yeah. I think it got left in my car and I wasn't getting an open container ticket or anything <laughs> like that. So I think I got to work the oh, next day. I'm and thankful put it, for Domer. Yeah. I'm really thankful for Domer. I forgot about that. First tailgate of the season, he walks up and hands me a whole bottle of Old Fourth Distillery gin. Yeah. But yeah, I've got the Atlanta United brand in. And then I also, after going out to Elder Tree tailgate, I had the jameson cask makers they actually aged jameson for a period of time in uh stout barrels and oh, ipa that's barrels. right that's right it's really fucking good so i got a bottle of that too so we'll just uh that's do dealer's cool, choice on that on the eighth and have that out in the, in the coach yeah. so um what were we talking about oh andy had something i don't want it to go unnoticed thankful for cranberry sauce in a can Somebody shamed him, and I will not stand for it. We need the mods in the YouTube chat to ban anybody shaming cranberry sauce from a can because it is the only method of cranberry sauce delivery. Because not only is it the most delicious, but it gives you the cut guides from the ridges on the can. No, that's why that, like, you get a miter saw for that, though, with the laser guide. No, you just use the you use the turkey saw knife. Just, uh, <laughs> Dude, the electric knife? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Think back to it, it's like my dad pretty much used to use a reciprocal saw to cut our turkey every Thanksgiving. That's I'm crazy. Just gonna, I'm just gonna take my cranberry sauce to the scroll saw and like cut shakes out. <laughs> oh shit, Brandon oh, Scott um, saying he likes the IPA or no, I guess likening it to the IPA uh, Jameson. Yeah, I like the stout a little bit more. Yeah. It's got a little um, bit of a deeper flavor profile. Hey, if you guys think, again, thank you for tuning in. And, Ooh, darker uh, white just, meat. Oh, dar uh, white meat, for sure. Depends on the bird for me. Um, Turkey, I go dark. Chicken, I go white. Probably, I'm guessing because the dark meat on the turkey is usually more yeah. moist. Yeah. yeah. Um, shit, what was I about to say? <laughs> Don't know. You, you totally sidetracked me. I feel like we keep. Like, oh no! I was just anyway. Thank you, thank you guys for taking time out before the game. Yeah, that, I, hopefully that's what it, what it's doing, Kevin, calming you down before the game, so you guys aren't so uh, uptight. Like I am very nervous. Um, Sour guts. Sandwiches. Yeah, Joe Johnstone knows exactly what I was about to say. He said, Tim's too drugged up, but where are the thumbs up at? Damn exactly. Straight. We got 26 people watching right now. Where are the I want 26 at? thumbs up. Where are the thumbs at? And then we got one. We're, we're, we're two away from 150. Right. We're going to read those I out. I haven't been here. Do you for have a them up on your, your phone? I can pull them up right now. I haven't been here in a couple weeks. You want to so go ahead and get those there. out? Because uh, I'm sorry for the last time we recorded, guys. We had technical difficulties. Kevin or Dan and I'm sorry, I added to that. Dan and I were my computer shut off right at the end, as you guys probably knew from watching Dan blankly stare into the screen for like five <laughs> minutes at the end of the live stream. But I was I, I didn't get a chance to read the the reviews out. So uh. if you guys are listening to us on iTunes or Stitcher, make sure that you leave us a rating and or a review. We'll we will read it live on the show. 
It had gone a while before we had gotten some, and uh, we're a little behind, so I'm going to let Kevin scroll through all of that before we uh, before we read it out. Did they change? I know that they had changed the sorting on iTunes for a while, or at least it was a bug for at least a couple of weeks where it wouldn't sort it in um, chronological order. So I think, yeah, see how it says March 21st, 2018, really one year weird. ago. Yeah. I don't use the, um, I don't use the podcast app. So for... unfortunately the podcast app does not sort the reviews in chronological order anymore. All for right. Some just reason, start so. talking about that game. I have my, I have my computer right next to me. I'll pull it up. Start talking about the game. That's boring, man. Um, Sandwiches or soup? Sandwiches all day. Sandwiches or soup? Yeah. Oh, dude. Uh, again, shout out. Does classify soup? Are we, are we talking, about, left, we're talking as... about leftovers, right? Oh, yeah. Sandwiches. When I'm fixing it, When I'm fixing it, yes. <laughs> no, but whenever... Dude, yeah, you tore that shit up the next day. The... Whenever I'm fixing the leftovers for my for myself, I think that I would go sandwiches because I can't do justice to the soup. But right. one of my favorite soups growing up, my mom makes, uh, we used to call it a turkey pocket soup, but she'd make tortellini. Fitting because it's tortellini oh, time yeah. right now. But she'd make tortellini uh, soup with, with turkey, almost like a chicken noodle soup, but with turkey. Ooh, yeah. I would say, could you go pasta maybe? Like do uh, Thanksgiving leftover ravioli? So you do uh, like a turkey, mashed potato, and gravy ravioli with a uh, cranberry sauce, creme anglaise. I think I'd be about that life for sure. What would you do crunch factor in a leftover pasta dish? Oh, you would take the turkey skin and you would crisp it up real nice and you would crumble it on the top. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one of these reviews that we're going to read is going to seem really fitting due to the type of uh, show that we're doing right now, but um, I'll work to get that up. So we had really like fortunate turn of events playing against uh, Red Bulls in Atlanta last week, where I still think even if Chris Armis would have deployed their normal strategy, I think the way that we played that night, we still would have come away with a victory. But they really shot themselves in the foot. Right. I mean, you're talking about a team that people praise up and down nonstop about their pressure. And you're talking about Atlanta United, who over two years, what's the recipe to beating them if you can execute Absolutely. it? It is pressure. Have you seen DC do it over and over again? You see it, Red Bull do it a couple times against us. And it's, it's it was shocking. Yeah. And I, I know people, um, I know Joey Logan was saying a lot of it had to do with Kamara Lawrence. I don't know necessarily. It definitely changed the complexion of the game, but... Connor Laid is not necessarily a he's he's not a bad player. That game was decided in the midfield. Yeah, for sure. It was a hundred percent decided in the midfield. And Kamar Lawrence, be damned. Our lineup and the players that we have in our lineup, and I and I apologize to people because we had a little bit of a um contentious poll that we put up this week of if you had damn to decide, you dan if you had to decide one who would you keep creed or nickel no that's the wrong poll um would you keep uh, gressel or tito that said the past two games gressel's gotten the start and we have seen the midfield 
play in a manner that we have not seen consistently all season. For sure, but it's also your Darlington Nagby has been outstanding. Just that that presence in the midfield. We talked again and again and again. Getting him back was fantastic. But are you talking about like the five, if you want to call it a five man midfield at that right. point? Or are you talking right. about the, the main three in the middle? No, I'm talking about the five man midfield. Yes, the, that... the chemistry was outstanding, but I think it really does start with those three in the middle. Oh, absolutely. Um, Franco Escobar had an incredible game, but like Bill's saying, Rometty just, I, Kaku got taken out of the game. Yeah. He really did yeah. in the same way that Maxi Morales got taken out of the game. I think against Bradley Wright Phillips was taken out of the game aside from his one shot. There was no, there was not a consistent play or buildup from Bradley Wright Phillips that was happening. That was exposing our defense. He has one crazy shot. And other than that, nothing else that really had any sort of a buildup or viable threat to the defense. No, for sure. I, I mean, I, I can't get over how, how, much I don't know we we missed Garza so badly last year in the playoffs yeah he may not you may not think about him or see him do uh he might not be doing the spectacular over and over again but his consistency on that wing the Garza the Garza strip is back in full effect which is which is stronger right now the Garza strip or the Escobar none Escobar none I like it. <laughs> I like it. It really depends. I mean, obviously the the strategy with Connor Lade stepping in for Kamar Lawrence, who's an all MLS right back or left back, sorry. Uh, it was to really, I mean, you saw the passing chart, right? You saw the distribution chart from Guzan. Did you see that? The what? The, the, the distribution chart from yeah, Guzan. Yeah. It was all over to Escobar. Right. Um, I don't know. I, I think well, that's because Guzan only distributes with his left foot. Yeah, I mean, that's true too, but obviously, <laughs> obviously the strategy was to attack no, that I got side. It, I got it. And I think with that game, obviously I think that Escobar was far more effective, but Garza really wasn't called on that much during the game. Right. Um, but having that consistency, I love a three, five, uh, like a three man back. Yeah. I, I love having that formation. I loved it all season. I hated whenever we kept going back to a four back system. And it's even better now having Franco Escobar might be, I might believe him. He might be the fastest guy on the team. Yeah. Is it deceptively fast because he has a long stride? It is. It has. I've seen moments of it throughout the season, but I think that I had a little bit of a hangover and was still heartbroken about losing walks going into this season and having Escobar. Obviously I was on team Escobar for the majority of this season when despite conversations about Gressel starting at right back over him at times. Uh, but at this point, I can't imagine this lineup. He is just as integral to that defense as Parkhurst, LGP or Garza. Are to me. Yeah. And whenever you start thinking back to early on in the season, whenever we lost him, whenever Guzan just kept concussing him, <laughs> God, thank God that actually, that, and that might end up being the saving like what saved our season was Guzan stopped injuring Escobar because he is the guy time and time again. He's just, he's easily, I, I think to me, he's easily our signing of the year. I think he's, I love Rometty. Don't get me wrong. Ooh, that's, you, you think Rometty over, well, Nagby. Nagby. Too. That's true too. 
Who would you trap? Mm. Who would you pick? Of signing That's of the true. year between God. the three, Nagby, Remedy, or Escobar. I don't know what it is. I just feel like Nagby or Barco. We didn't even mention Barco, but I think that's a that's that's a. I'm not saying that he was a dud by any means, and I think he's definitely going to have a role to fill on this team. But I think those three stand head and shoulders above what Barco has brought to this team. Yeah, for sure. As far as and, team um, acquisitions, who would you who would you guys say is the better signing of those four coming or acquisitions coming into this season? Oh, they're talking about <laughs> the ostrich comments about uh, Miggy. Did you read all oh, that yeah, article yeah, 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 that yeah. I sent you? I, I didn't finish Martinez's it. Martinez's dad yeah. saying that he runs like yeah. an ostrich. <laughs> that that cracked me up. That what was... a great article, though. Yeah. Um. It's crazy to me. Like, if you read through that, who translated that? Because yeah, I, I feel know. like it has the same tone and the same everything as if it was like yeah. his like yeah. Spanish article. Um, let's see. Kevin Gorham saying Remedi because it was a total need and a time crunch, unexpected need. It was like a un, and not just an unexpected need, but it was also a just under the radar and surprising signing. I mean, nobody knew anything about him. It's a great point. He, he kind of came out of nowhere, but obviously our front office had him scouted and everything. They did a great job picking him out. Um, Barco <laughs> Dean saying Barco was worried about females too much. <laughs> um, Gouda Clark. What's up, man? Hey, said, Hey, this is the calm. Yeah. Calm he said y'all are too hour. damn calm this boys. Calm your nerves. Happy hour. You guys, you know, what really helps to calm the nerves is whenever you click the thumbs up button on the YouTube stream or just go throw some stars up yeah. on iTunes. So again, I, 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 I think back to the absences and I would have to probably go back and look at the string of games whenever they were gone, but looking at the absence of Nagby versus the absence of whenever Escobar was out, I feel like we were a little shakier whenever Escobar was out. Um, yeah. I, it's, it's hard, man. I, I but have how say, much of that shakiness is dependent on who filled the role, you know, with, with Nagby out, Remedy was there to fill in. We just didn't have – I don't think that Atlanta has had a viable option. Like, can you imagine Atlanta United without Remedy to uh, – who was that, Kevin Gorham, that had mentioned it before about Remedy coming in in a time crunch and yeah. they needed him to fill in for Nagby? To, in my mind, that answers the question. Not Remedy because of his usefulness to fill in for Nagby, but because how integral Nagby is in this lineup. Yeah. Yeah, where we missed a beat, but at the same time, we kind of didn't. Right. Yeah. Because we had Remedy. Yeah. If we didn't have that option, just like whenever we lost Escobar without having a consistent option and, right back. And the byproduct, as as Bill Holcomb states, is you couldn't uh, – Remedy is the signing of the year. I think you convinced me with this, Bill, is uh, you couldn't have kept Jeff in decent health without him. That's Maybe that's point. true because that's we saw Jeff point. finally, I think, took – so the second leg of NYCFC that he was out – Due to injury. Yeah, I believe yeah. so. And who are we without tonight? We lost LGP? No. No, did he he wasn't going into last game with the yellow. No, no. Okay, we have right. nobody out. And yellow card accumulation is gone now, so it doesn't matter. No, yeah, I was just talking about going into this game. No, so. I know, but yeah, we're not missing we're not missing anybody for yellow card accumulation. Yeah, to Brian's point though, he said when Escobar was out and we had uh Miles and Mikey Ambrose spelling him. I know. Um, did you find out the iTunes on? Uh... Oh yeah. Okay. You yeah, I just want, I didn't want to interrupt as we were. Oh in no, the you're middle. totally fine. 
I just, All right. So it might be hard for you to pass. I'd be remiss if we didn't. <laughs> um, this is actually from a month ago, and I feel really bad. Is this War Damned Over? No, this is Great Pod Voice of Experience. This is the one I was alluding to whenever I said, host can be a little chatty, but it's still a great endeavor. I try not to miss it. I appreciate it. That's kind of our thing is yeah. uh, chattiness. I'm Do sure you want to read the Domer one? We just validated every bit want, of that. Do you want me to you? pass it off to you? Are you sure you don't want to read? Do you want to read the last one? Do you want to get stuck reading the last one? Or do you want to put that in my lap for the last one? I'll read the last one. Okay. I'll, read, care, I'll read Domer. I'll read War Damn Domer. Domer, I'm sorry about the Iron Bull, man. You can be a, you can be a Tiger fan now, though, for the rest of the season. <laughs> <laughs> exactly i mean uh brian uh podcasts without chatting are my favorite <laughs> exactly I mean, it's oh yeah. shit lineup's out hold on before domer uh, we love you domer but the lineup is out and we have to um we have to get to it is there any change from uh last game you guys while we're pulling it up if not then we don't even all right go ahead and read it while we're trying to get the the lineup up unite beaches Wardam Domer, five stars. Don't care if you find this a biased review or not. This is one of the best Atlanta United podcasts out there. Very much like shoot the breeze with your buddies at a bar talking sports. We pick on each other, but actually talk about some talk about some great analysis and opinions on going forward. Wonderful medium between serious analysis and debate and being goofy and fucking assholes. We're fucking assholes or was that a verb do you think oh like the action we'll, we'll discuss I'll plead that the later fifth hashtag auburn may be bad but clemson is the donkey show hashtag malzahn out <laughs> oh malzahn out i can't disagree with that more or i can't agree with that more is what i mean all right last one it is better than m-o-t-s four stars <sighs> oh i didn't even realize it was a four star well, when you read it, obviously it's going to be it's by okay. S.W. Swecker for life. Oh, if this is Robert Swick, I'm going to punch him. Wait, is it really? S.W.K.E.R. for life. I don't think so. He said, well, they aren't great, but are better than M.O.T.S. <laughs> of the two shows. What a yeah, what a really backhanded, backhanded compliment. Said of the two shows, HB4D would be more deserving of their own radio show. Not that anyone should be subjected to hosting a sports radio show. Don't know what that last part really means because sports radio is pretty damn popular. Um, <laughs> anyway, thank you for the reviews. I, I don't know how to take it. Um, oh. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I really like the full – I think we got the full range of homie etiquette and personality in those three reviews. Yeah, I, I think you're right. It's just funny, Brandon Scott, only three types of people. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you get the people that are rage listening because it may be a little bit more yeah. appealing to them than some of the formal other shows, which all those other shows, we have nothing against any of the other no, shows. No, I'd encourage you guys sure. to go listen to everybody between Mouths of the South and Unrelegated, which is, again, on our network, and Soccer um, Down Here, Down here all the shows final. that... Five Stripe Final and um, ATLians and there's too many. Yeah, who's gonna make the cut? Yeah, it's podcast. There's only wars one person again. on top. That's us. Yeah. But if you guys don't get more of those reviews and ratings, then we may see that ranking slip. So yeah, yeah nobody for sure. to blame but yourselves. Obviously, like we'll read whatever. Yeah, and for the culture, obviously, Joe Johnson. Yeah, um, for sure. Uh, but yeah, we'll read those out no matter what they say. Obviously, because that that last one doesn't necessarily. Um, 
The reviews do not reflect, reflect the yeah. opinions or uh, that is dangerous, Tim. That is an expensive computer to be putting next to water. Yeah. The reviews do not reflect the opinions or assholes of the co-hosts of the Home Before Dark podcast network. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So, so same starting 11. Same starting 11 for us. And Lawrence is out. Kamara Lawrence is still out. Connor Laid is still we in. We were a top five Orlando City podcast. That's my thing I'm that's most thankful Yeah, that's what I'm most thankful for this season was whenever we hit top three or top five Orlando City podcast because the salt was so heavy from them. Oh, God. It's so sweet, man. It's like, I don't know which tasted better. Licking that salt. From the turkey I was picking over on Thanksgiving, or or those those Orlando City tears. Oh god! I think my I'm most thankful that I screenshot that guy who said talk to me in October whenever he was talking yes. shit in yes, preseason yes, yes. for Orlando, and then I met, post mentioned it to him <laughs> at 12:01 a.m. on October 1st of this year. Yes, and, and to his credit, he was very uh, he was, he was very impressed with that. Good Michelle, I like your comment. You said I like you because you don't pretend to know everything about soccer. Yeah, we don't. It's my, It's a nice, refreshing change from your, uh, from your home country of of England, where oh, the punditry God. is rife with arrogance. I bet that's it's kind of like talking about college football in the south. It's like talking about soccer in england it's probably just as frustrating yeah for the casual viewer or a person that just wants to enjoy watching a game yeah you know that's what this is all about man yeah i like the setup people were commenting on the couch i felt like this was a really weird casting couch sort of deal whenever we were setting it up and we got the big light but it's really comfortable dude i'm glad you didn't ask me to do any of that stuff that you normally ask me to do before. The yeah, I don't have a up. spicy water with me. Yeah. <laughs> Just go ask you to go to the drink fridge. Um, so we did see some score predictions floating around. Uh, seems like everybody's on board with an Atlanta win. I did see one uh, three one Atlanta loss. I thought, which is still fine. I, we score one goal, and we're golden. We really we have to go. We really would we have go to. Shanae. <laughs> we really got to screw some shit up if we score a goal and they they advance. The Atlanta in me will not allow me to get too excited about. See, this I game. don't have that attached. I love Atlanta. I consider my hometown at this point. It's the longest I've ever lived anywhere. I love this city to death, but I was not raised to be a sports fan of any of these cities, so I don't have Correction. that. My Atlanta and Clemson <laughs> yeah. fandom will not allow me to get too excited for any sports team. Actually, that so that, that brings up an interesting point. Um, about Clemson? Or I was in the middle of looking this up last night, and I got sidetracked. Clemson's national championship? Let's see. Percentage. How many times? Clemson's won a national championship just <laughs> twice. Twice? Yeah, 81. Yeah, 81. And, yeah. Okay, so a little trivia question for you guys. For you especially, Kevin, since you're right here. <laughs> How many times? Because they would have to to win outright in in. We did say it's all Kevin's fault. Well, now the new Clemsoning is winning national championships and playing in playoffs. All right, let's stop with that. 
<laughs> we we just don't want to Auburn today. We don't yeah, want to yeah, Auburn. Yeah, sure as shit don't want to do that. <laughs> it's not been a fun past few years. It's funny because uh, Gus Chiswick or um Gus Chiswick, <laughs> Gene Chiswick. Won yeah, I national- can barely tell the difference anymore. Yeah, Gene Chiswick won a national championship with somebody else's players, and then Gus Malzahn won a cha- almost won a championship with somebody else's players. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you guys a trick, a quick trivia question, because to win outright and to not have to go to overtime or not have to worry about scoring more than four goals, how many times this year, off the top of your head, do you think that New York Rebels won? Scoring four goals against Portland, they won four nil against a really shitty Portland team at the. Um, I'm pretty sure didn't they beat Orlando pretty bad as well? Let's see. No, actually, Orlando put four in on them and oh, beat them. That was it. That was it. Um, so I know the Portland game. <sighs> and then it was the Hudson River Derby. Okay. It's been it two, just two. two games that two games all year that they scored four goals. But how many times has Atlanta lost by four goals? Or had let somebody score four goals on them twice as well. First game of the season, last game of the season. Right. So I know it's all I things considered. Yeah. All things considered, we had I'm not counting my chickens before they hatch, but Stop. Point, don't say it. Shut your mouth. I have every bit of confidence. Michelle <laughs> wants some of whatever Tim is on. You need to go get a Percocet prescription. Just I'm on a mask sugar. off special? What does that mean? Percocet, Molly Percocet. Oh, oh. No. <laughs> no. I don't do those things together. Oh, my God. This. Have you seen all this stuff? Uh, the petition. The, have you guys heard that the high school football came on the same day as Mercedes-Benz as the MLS final if Atlanta wins today? Have you heard about all this shit going around with this? That there's, there's petitions, no, uh, right? But uh, and they're just trying to get a hundred signatures. That's my favorite part about it. That and the comments and the petitions. I don't think any of that is legitimate. I don't either. I think it's everything is satire. Yeah, I think that the the amount of people that are actually getting outraged about it is the reason I don't get on Twitter all that often. It's kind of why I've yeah. peeled back from social media because it's don't worry, Bill, Bill saying covered. it's legit. I maybe I'm just dumb I, and read I into it. I think that there are some legit people. I don't think the well, all the football helmets are on the wall there. <laughs> It's if it's so sp- big, they should hang some soccer cleats up in there. They have every high school team's helmets on the wall. There's more helmets than soccer balls in that stadium. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Pierce Hicks, what's up, man? It's a long time no see, I feel like. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, somebody mentioned that the high schools got notified about that back in July, that that was a potential possibility. So I, I think a lot of it's gotten blown out of proportion. Um, I think that there is some real is there a, is there a Falcons game? Is there a Falcons game the next day? I don't know. Because why would if if not, why wouldn't they just move it to the next day? I think that that would be the only re- the only reason why I can see the frustration is that it's going from a Saturday to a Monday and Tuesday and for travel and work and everything else. I get that. But I don't give a shit about it. So we going we going Shanae. We going Shanae on? Yeah, we going Shanae on. Yeah, Sunday is for the Lord. It is for the Lord. 
All right. Score prediction. Score prediction, um, 2-2. I think they're probably going to come out and try and um, – I think they're going to overextend themselves. I think we're going to score a goal on them because they're going to have to get aggressive early. And honestly, I might see a sending off happen. I know somebody had mentioned that earlier. How many, how many times does the um, – or how many players does New York Red Bulls finish the game with? And I, I think probably – Who do you think they – I think this could be a game that they end up getting a card in. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. At a at a maximum, I think they finished with ten. I think they I mean, they're gonna go go for broke, knowing the way that that the passion that Armas has, and he's got to feel like an idiot I after the last that. game. I could see And just really them like being so far behind and having to attack and be super aggressive, more so than they already normally are with their pressing. I think the opposite, though. I think that they end up getting an early lead and then end up making a defensive error to get that red card to try to hold on to it and build. Getting the red card, Atlanta sinks one back in on them, losing the game 2-1, but ultimately moving on to the cup. Okay. I have a feeling uh, Kaku sh- should have seen red in the last game. I think that that guy, that guy was a joke last game, and I could see him ending up getting sent off this game too. Um, I will say that their center backs are pretty damn composed too. I, that's the one thing I, I will say that their defense is. I mean, we we kind of we didn't expose them last time, but we we played really well against them. But we have to. I don't know. We have to try and stretch their center backs uh, again. I mean, we did that last time. You saw where. I think that Tata and this team have a game plan. They know how to execute it. It clearly worked. Even if Red Bulls came out in high press, I think what Atlanta did will work again. I mean, even if they're high pressing, I think it's been shown that they can expose their back line. Even if they're stacking the box, clearly if they're doing a high press, it's only going to lend itself because what's going to happen is Red Bulls are under the gun to put goals up no matter what, uh, if, the, if they're going to advance. So they're going to naturally high press. They can't afford to burn the first half or as much time as they did in the first game, trying to catch Atlanta on the counter. They have to play really high. And what that's going to do is it's going to open up their back line, which is exactly what Atlanta wants between Nagby and Gressel. I mean, look at Gressel's run out of the midfield, a 45 yard dart from midfield that Miggy slots it through to him on. I mean, that's exactly what this team's going to want to do Two Red Bulls on the road. They know they're going to be pressing high. Atlanta knows how to play out of the backfield, which was, that was another great, uh, I don't know if you saw Bobby Boswell's um, series of tweets that he did. Yeah. It was a thread about how they practice and they're always practicing oh, yeah. playing I, out of the who, backfield. Who do you think the Narcs were? We were talking about this in the Slack chat, and then I think also Bill had brought it up on Twitter about the the grievances that were filed by the players' union. Yeah. And and yeah. my thing is, um, probably- and I brought this up as 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 a possibility in some sort of automated thing, where I have a feeling there. I don't know the CBA backwards and forwards, but I, I imagine there's probably something in there. Obviously, there's something in there about how often they're allowed to train and how often they need breaks. But there, I'm wondering if there's some sort of like not you're not punching a clock as a player, but at the same time the team reporting when training is, how long those trainings are, and then um, and then that gets reported to them. And I'm wondering if if there's not a certain amount of break, if there's some sort of automated trigger that goes off. I 
Yeah, I, I don't know who, who would have been the narc if so. I, I like I really would like to think that it wasn't anybody and that was some sort of automated trigger that was going on in the system. But if I had to choose somebody, either Harrison Heath or or Tyrone Mears probably, because we had that long stretch of games where um, we we needed – I mean, there was no time for time off during that stretch of games. No. I want to shout out to uh, Paul Cook, my seatmate, uh, one of the other things I'm thankful for are the people that I sit around um, at season ticket holders. Yeah. Uh, become really good friends with Paul and his family. And uh, he just called me, giving me a rundown of everything that they're doing for leading up to the game. We went to the Elder Tree Tailgate and had the Jameson together last weekend. So he said yeah. he went out and got a bottle of that. He said, We got Jameson castmates. We got 1800 tequila playing pool. We got some hot wings. We're going to baby. <laughs> <laughs> So, so shout out to Paul. Um, we go Shanae. Got to find out. One of the things, I don't know if anybody knows about it. He's asked me about it. I've asked Austin and a couple others. How do people audition to do things like sing the national anthem? You know, oh, I, we, know. We, I know how uh, everything else happens at these games from getting nominated to carry in the golden spike to, um, I mean, I guess hammering in the spike is probably a front office decision, but how does the national anthem? I don't know, because we have a lot of repeat, or we have two repeat singers that right. sing, I would say, probably half of the time for our home yeah, games. That's, and that's not going to happen. <laughs> Amanda Athens, I think her name is. Ashley Athens, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amanda Athens, Amanda, and then uh, Chinua yeah. Hawk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I love, I, Chinua Hawk should do every game. Yeah. I no, love that CeeLo should do every game. He did, he did one, yeah, right? He did last, last year. year. Yeah. In the playoffs last year. That's right. You miss Big Boy doing the spike this uh, Yeah, we, we saw him during the uh, the pregame. Yeah. Who's been your favorite people driving in the spike? Top three. I already know mine. Top three, Killer Mike. Killer Mike, yes. Um, Off the dome, trying to think who else. Killer Mike, Waka. I, I think Big Boy. And I Big love Boy. how much Waka Flocka loves this team. Me too, man. Seeing seeing that picture of him in uh, Santa in the tunnel yeah. at, at, at yeah. uh, Red Bull Stadium tonight was pretty great. Yeah. Um, what else, man? What else? Um, score prediction. What did you? You, I, you never. I'm gave thinking two one uh, loss for Atlanta, but overall win. We score a goal. They got to beat us five uh, one. Right. To advance. So. Right. We get that one goal. Or four one to go to overtime, and nobody no, in Atlanta no. wants to see that. No, 5-1 to go to overtime. That's right. No, it's 5-1 to beat us. There's no overtime if we score one goal. Really? Yeah, because the, because of away goals. We have that away goal. They don't have one. But so I thought if that we're was even just a score, tiebreaker on aggregate. It is. Right. What I'm saying is if we score a goal and they tie us on aggregate, we win because we have the away goal. Yeah, but if we score one goal and they beat us 5-1. Yeah, then they advance. They advance straight up because that's right, but that's, that's but five to four us, on aggregate. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Yeah, yeah. Kevin, I knew Kevin, that. Kevin stuff, needs but the I chart. Yeah, I need that fucking yeah that matrix that they posted on Instagram. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> getting all kind of texts and stuff. Everybody's blowing us up. Everybody is united and ready to conquer, man. I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. Who is this? Who? What? What's going on? Oh, it's Joe. <laughs> Joe, Joe Johnstone is sending, sending you stuff. I didn't have his uh, name in my phone yet because uh, I was just drunkenly texting with him whenever we were doing the MEAT meet and greet at uh, the atrium for the NYCFC. Yeah. Game. So, 
All right, guys and gals. Angie. Angie, score prediction. Dos Acero, you heard it. Score prediction every game. It is. She she just loves saying Dos Acero. Who's scoring? Yeah, who yeah. versus? Joseph and Tito. Nice. I like it. Anything you want to say to the people? Anything else you want to say? Yeah. Shout out to Norma. Shout out to Norma. Shout out to Norma. Shout out to Norma. Angie, shout out to Angie's Judy. amazing grandmother. Shout out to my mom and Judy. Yeah. Um, shout out to Janet. Shout out to all the moms out there. Yeah. All the mommies, all the homies. Love you guys. Yeah, you guys go get wherever you're watching the game. Uh, one thing I just ask you guys be safe. Be um Whoa, there we go. There right. we go. All right. This okay, is this, is, this is oh, this is going off the rails. <laughs> Pirlo, what is your score prediction for tonight? That boss ass bow tie. Yep. Score prediction, buddy. Yeah, kisses. Yeah. How many kisses did he give you? That's how many uh That was two. Okay. I think it's two nil. Yeah, two nil. You said dos acero two, buddy. All dos right. acero two. So is that like two two? Two two? You said dos acero two. Also. Okay. Also. Awesome. All right. Yeah, go go get to your your watch parties, your games. Uh, Drive your, safe. Uh, yeah. And hopefully we'll see everybody. And Kevin Brown, if I don't know if you're is is Kevin up in um, dude. Yeah. He if he if he fits he sits and he grabs the mics along with him. He just laid on the mic cables. Just gonna lay down yeah. here to talk. As, as long as at least it's not farts. So I don't know if Kevin Brown's at the game, but any of you guys that are at the game, have fun, be Stay safe, warm, be rowdy and proud, and let's bring this hey, title home. No matter what happens hell of a season i thought you were gonna say be home before dark but yes well <laughs> all right love the hell out of you guys and gals hopefully pillow doesn't just crash the system talk to you guys next time as always be home before dark <laughs> just like Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.